All right, folks. Well, it is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast. And, folks, it is time. Monday Night Edition, Philip Ward Show. I mean, wow. This is a challenging time to be an American. Make no mistake about that. I mean, I'm not sure that since Joe Unity Biden was inaugurated January 20th, 2021, by the way, 1,168 days left to go in this disastrous administration. I'm not sure since that day, though, that a single thing has gone right for this country. And the American people, including probably some of those 81 so-called, in quotes, 81 million people who voted for Joe Unity Biden, I think that even some of those people are starting to wake up and say, you know what, this there is nothing going right right now. And we have poll, oh my goodness, this this USA Today uh, in Suffolk poll, oh my goodness gracious, absolutely disastrous for Joe Unity Biden and Kamala Harris. But I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, obviously prominent conservatives and conservatives in the media are going to go out and, and, and they're not going to be happy with Joe Biden and anything he does. I mean, but when it came to Barack Hussein Obama, I gave him credit when Osama bin Laden died. That was a good day. Not just not just for Barack Hussein Obama, the Democratic Party. Obviously, they get to claim credit for that happened on his presidency. But that was a great day for this country as a whole. I mean, this was a guy who attacked and killed Americans. And, and it, it was disgusting. Obviously, you know, we, we still mourn to this very day and this country will never forget what happened on september 11th 2001 so when osama bin laden died I, that and and you can even push it a step further not just for the country but for the whole entire world but there there's nothing that joe biden deserves any credit for at all we have seen crisis after crisis. I mean, and and the liberal mainstream media, the propagandists that they are, they are trying to cover for him today in a way that I, I literally can't even describe. MSDNC. Listen to this headline: How COVID became the unlikely hero of our inflation crisis. This guy, James Sorwicki, is trying to say that the current inflation crisis, this is actually a good thing. How stupid of a person do you have to be? And by the way, as far as inflation goes and gas prices, this is affecting the, aren't the, isn't the Democratic Party the party of compassion? And they care about people. They care about minorities. They care about poor people in this country. Poor people, middle class, those are the people that are being hit hardest by Joe Biden's policies. Now, I haven't heard anyone else question Joe's motives. But on this program, I remember doing a show because I, this is a question that needs to be asked and, I, asked and I don't hear anyone else talking about it. But at what point in time do we say Joe Biden is doing this on purpose? The, when is the question going to be asked 
that Joe Biden is a traitor to the United States of America. Because this has been now, and, and we're already in November again, it was inaugurated back in January. Not one single policy that Joe Biden has implemented, not one single, I guess, movement or, or, or anything or, or executive order or anything you want to put into something that Joe has supported, not a single thing has benefited any Americans at all. So far, the countries that this administration has benefited, China, Russia, and Iran so far away. This is America last like we've never seen before. This is an entirely opposite administration. The goals of this administration, nowhere near Donald Trump and his Make America Great Again, America First agenda. We were thriving as a country under Donald J. Trump. He always said there would be, and there was a lot of Republicans that didn't agree with some, you know, maybe Donald Trump's style or his constant tweeting or whatever it is, maybe even some policies. But Donald Trump always talked about unity through success. And that's why he, he could unite a majority of the Republican Party. Well, look at the Democratic Party right now. There is no success in this country. What we've seen from Joe is failure after failure, crisis after crisis, lie after lie. All, Biden inflation, the border crisis. After, oh, and by the way, we have news that there's this huge migrant caravan that are heading, yep, you guessed it, right into the United States. You think Joe Biden is going to shut that down? Absolutely not. We've seen illegals who have been wearing Biden let us in shirts. They've been waving Biden flags. They've been interviewed before the illegals saying, well, why are you coming here? Well, it's because Joe Biden was telling us to come. Uh, look at, oh, and, and I mean, have we just totally and completely forgotten about Afghanistan? How there could be as high as 300, maybe higher than that, Americans who are still trapped and abandoned in Afghanistan? Joe Biden doesn't say anything about that. The mainstream media doesn't even report on Afghanistan anymore. All those Americans who are trapped there, forget about it. No one cares anymore in this country. I, I, obviously, the number one person of that showing no compassion, nothing at all, is Joe Biden who said a few weeks ago that, that the administration, well, we've, we've turned the page as far as Afghanistan goes. Kamala Harris, look at her. She's been a disaster. Polling out that uh, reflects that. You know, vaccine mandates. Here's Joe Biden, right? Saying, uh, it, it's not something I want to do and I won't do it. I mean, you, just, you can look at some of the clips that um, are all over the internet about how the Democratic Party they were the party who was causing vaccine has vaccine hesitancy. Wasn't the Republican Party who was doing that? It was people like Joe Biden, Islam Omar, Andrew Cuomo, Nancy Pelosi. All, name any Democrat you want, and they were saying, "Well, we don't trust Kamala Harris." On during the vice presidential debate, said, "If Donald Trump creates a vaccine, I'm not taking that vaccine." That's what she said. You can go back and look at it. It was the Democratic Party. 
who causes who who always causes division in this country it's always them they're the party who's telling blacks and asians and hispanic americans that you won't be able to make something of yourself in this country because the republican party and 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 take it a step further because white people are holding you down that's what the democrats message is and there's a lot of republicans who are out there who are afraid to say even anything close to that but that's what the democratic party is all about divide and conquer and and joe biden isn't new to this joe 51 years in washington dc biden i mean he is a swamp dc creature he's never succeeded in the private sector only knows the public sector because what is he's only succeeded there because he says i prostitute myself to big donors by the way and joe biden's supposed to be a man who, who's gonna defeat racism in this country joe biden who previously said just last year if you don't know whether you're for me or for trump well you ain't black that's the guy that we elected president of the United States. You even think about having another opinion, even listening to what the other guy has to say, then you ain't black. I mean, how disgusting is that? This is the same guy that eulogized Robert Byrd, former West Virginia Senator, who was a grand collegial. He was a recruiter for the KKK. Joe Biden says, well, he was, he was something like a mentor. To me at what point do we question joe's motives because i think he's a traitor to this country it doesn't give me great pride to say that doesn't make me happy to say that i want to cheer for my president i want to root for this country in fact i always do but then i see a guy like this joe biden who cares more about china's well-being than he does the united states how about COVID? Has he done anything to hold China accountable at all? Absolutely not. Joe Biden cared about this country. Why would he have fired that partisan lying hack, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is still denying that the NIH funded gain-of-function research? How about, remember the, the whole Beagles experiment with uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci? You know, if Joe Biden wanted to unify this country, one thing he could do is actually fire Dr. Fauci. Now, that would make a lot of conservatives happy in this country. I, and the difference, by the way, just on a, a, a sort of, you know, change topic from Joe Unity, conservatives and liberals, right? You hear a lot of lies peddled by the mainstream media and the Democratic Party, like uh, uh, you can't take ivermectin because it's a uh, horse to warmer. Oh, by the way, Terry... Uh, what's it? Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, I believe was a former Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, BLMFL quarterback was calling out Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And he says, uh, well, I'm sorry folks, but, but Ivermectin is cattle to warmer. Oh, really? Because you heard that on CNN. I mean, this, this is liberal. This is liberalism for you. These people are so gullible. They don't do their own research. They don't take the time to look that to look at statistics and facts. They just believe whatever it is that they hear on propaganda news, CNN or MSDNC, NBC, ABC, CBS. They don't take their time to vet the information that the mainstream media is giving to them. 
They just hear it, they go with it, and if anyone tells them anything different, such as conservatives in this country, well, then they must be lying. Those must be the those people must be the enemy. That's how liberals think. Now, conservatives think totally differently from liberals. I mean, we've heard talk about before that there could be a civil war coming to this country. I I, I don't I don't personally see any way around it. I mean, conservatives and liberals, Democrats and Republicans. We have nothing in common, nothing at all. Folks, liberals want to be controlled. Liberals don't want to think for themselves. Liberals want to destroy this country, i.e. Black Lives Matter. Look at what they did all summer of 2020. They destroyed major cities. They caused destruction, chaos, and just disasters on the streets everywhere. And by the way, those big major liberal cities, all completely and entirely run by Democrats, did nothing about it. In fact, they were cheering them on. They wanted more of that. Again, a Black Lives Matter organization that chants, uh, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? Uh, every every city, every town, birth of precinct to the ground when talking about police precincts. And is that, is, is that the kind of people that we want to get behind? The Democrat Party sure did. And last Tuesday, what happened to them? Up and down this country. The people, the, the candidates that wanted to, quote, defund the police got completely and utterly destroyed by Republican candidates who, who actually care about law enforcement, police officers who are the bravest people in this entire country on top on top of our military. I truly do believe that. I mean, it's just it's just a shame to see where we're at, you know, but but I again, I really don't see it going any other way. I go back to Barry Goldwater, 1966, one of the greatest American conservatives to ever live. Barry Goldwater, former senator of Arizona, Barry Goldwater. Most progress has been made in history under conservative philosophy, and he is so totally right. Just look at the pre, uh, prior accomplishments of Donald Trump. Then take that. Look at what we're dealing with right now. And folks, I want to get into some examples for you because we need to start questioning Joe Biden's motives. I believe he is a traitor to this country. Let me give you a headline here. Fox News. Biden administration considering shutting down Michigan pipeline. Now, he already shut down Keystone XL. 11,000 American jobs are gone because of Joe. And now it is November. Now, November 8th, and, and, and hey, Joe, hey, circle back Jen Psaki. Where are the green new jobs that you promised those 11,000 Americans who are out of a job because of your executive order? Where are they? Still yet to be found. So, the Biden administration is reportedly weighing the potential market consequences of shutting down an oil pipeline in Michigan drawing criticism from opponents. Former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm, who is now the Energy Secretary, predicted yesterday, she was on Propaganda News CNN, that heating prices will rise this winter regardless of the Biden administration's decision on the pipeline. Quote, yeah, uh, this is going to happen. It will be more expensive this year than last year. Now remember, go back to Friday. And Jennifer Graham, who was on uh, Bloomberg TV, and the, uh, uh, the reporter, whoever was the anchor, asked her about, well, what is the 
grand home plan. How are we going to lower gas prices? And she, she starts laughing hysterically. Oh, my God. Oh, that's hilarious. What do you want me to do? Wave a magic wand? Then, after that, says there's a cartel on oil. And it's called OPEC. Well, no, that's a complete and utter lie. And again, liberals will fall for that, though. Liberals will hear that and say, oh, well, well, the government told me that, so it must be true. And and if you look at Texas or Oklahoma or, or, or Alaska or North Dakota, who are just states that are sitting on oil, we literally have it here. They can't do anything about it because this is how this Biden administration is. They are traitors to the country. It's as simple as that. Now, top of Keystone XL, they're talking about uh, uh, taking down. The, here's the head. Here's the. I'll, I'll read it for you. The administration has quote yet to decide on what to do with Line Five, and officials were gathering information only to present a clear picture of the situation. This is according to sources who spoke to left-wing activists. Political Line Five is part of a network that moves crude oil and other petroleum products from Western Canada, transporting about 540,000 barrels per day. Petroleum is taken from the pipeline in Michigan. The Biden administration, now if you're, again, remember, they canceled Keystone XL, and and then, then what do they do? After that, they waive sanctions on the Nord Stream pipeline for Russia to ship energy to Germany. Uh, Republican uh, Congressman Bob Latta from Ohio says, quote, as we enter the winter months and temperatures drop across the Midwest, the termination of Line 5 will undoubtedly further exacerbate shortages and price increases in home heating uh, on home heating fuels like natural gas and propane at a time when Americans are already facing rapidly rising energy prices steep home heating costs, global supply shortages. Oh, wait, I tell you what Joe thinks about Americans and the supply chain crisis. And on top of that, skyrocketing gas prices. So today, White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Now, she is still, I don't, Jen Psaki, I still, uh, uh, I guess still has COVID. So she can't come in to do her job. Uh, the Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, now she was in all last week. For Jen Psaki. She still wasn't back today. Peter Ducey asked her about the Line 5 pipeline, and she says that the reporting was inaccurate, but then admitted that the administration is, is exploring the potential impact of shutting it down amid a global energy crisis. So Peter Ducey questions her about this. Peter Ducey asked the, asked, says, uh, the Biden administration now considering shutting down the Line 5 pipeline from Canada to Michigan. And she calls it inaccurate. Well, Ducey says, well, what's inaccurate? And she says, the reporting about us wanting to shut down the line five. Ducey says, uh, I, I didn't say wanting. I said, is it being studied right now? Is the administration studying the impact of shutting down the line five? And she responds and says, yes, we are. Almost proud to say that so they do that yep you guessed it folks gas prices are going to increase even higher again they continuously say that opec is this 
cartel and we have to import our oil we don't folks that's the thing we were energy independent under donald trump we were a net exporter of oil and gas but because joe unity wants to appease the radical socialist base or at least that's what he says i mean i i don't believe it anymore i believe joe's a traitor to this country i said it i'll say it again i i really truly believe that because you either you either are a traitor or you just have to, you are too stupid to understand what your policies are doing or maybe again he, he has no clue at all and in that case he should have never run for president he should have never been elected and he should have resigned yesterday now biden here here's one part where he says it literally quote headline biden says he has no idea what payments to illegal immigrants will be but he backs compensating them president joe unity on saturday said that illegal aliens that's what they are who were separated during the trump administration deserve some kind of compensation and in fact he started yelling he just says if in fact he says because of the outrageous behavior of the last administration you coming across the border whether it was legal or illegal and he goes like this and you lost your child yells it screams then again and you lost your child gone you deserve some kind of compensate he just got i mean it was like if you see the clip like that he just gets so angry for no reason at all he says you deserve some kind of compensation no matter what the circumstance that's interesting there folks no matter what the circumstance so if the American taxpayer has to pay more money to compensate illegal aliens, well, that's what, no matter what the circumstance, that's according to our president, folks. Says what that will be, I have no idea. Go figure. Of course, he has no idea. Now, Biden uh, was clarifying remarks he made days earlier. We'll get to that in a second. Now, he was asked about it, and he said that, uh, as far as the um, reporting on the payments go, well, and, and, and let me just spoil it for you, folks. On Wednesday, Joe Unity said, and we reported it right on this program, Joe Unity talked about the payments, the reporting on the payments, right? Labels, here's a headline. Biden labels report government to pay separated immigrants $450,000, almost half a million dollars to illegals, quote, garbage. That's what he said to peter ducey he said quote if you guys keep sending that garbage out yeah but it's not true then peter ducey asked him so this is a garbage report he says yeah four hundred fifty thousand dollars per person is that what you said that's not gonna happen well now he says that he did in fact support such payments but he said the number i was referring to that's what he called garbage folks yet again as the one of the only common themes of this administration joe biden is lying yet again now when it comes to his vaccine mandate well this was on saturday here's a headline in national review for you federal appeals court stays uh federal appeals court stays biden's vaccine mandate the united states court of appeals for the fifth circuit based in new orleans however you want to say it, new orleans whatever 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 has issued a terse order temporarily 
halting the Biden Occupational Safety and Health Administrations, also known as OSHA, standard pending expedited judicial review. Court cited no particular grounds, but noted that because the petitions give cause to believe there are gra uh, grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate, the mandate is hereby stayed pending further action by this court. So basically, they put a halt on it. That's all you really need to know, all with the legal mumbo-jumbo. So today, though, listen to this. CNBC reporting this today. Let me read you the headline. White House tells businesses to proceed with vaccine mandate despite court-ordered pause. So even though the court in New Orleans said, you can't do, that's it, done, that we're halting this now. Joe says, uh-uh, I'm the president, so I say we need to move forward. Now, folks, you can go through the Constitution all you want. There is nothing, nothing at all that gives Biden, gives the executive powers to do anything like this. The White House today saying businesses should move forward with the requirements despite the court-ordered pause. Now, Republicans' Attorney General, at least 26 states, have challenged Joe Biden's vaccine and testing requirements in five different U.S. appeals courts. The Biden administration asked the court to lift the pause, claiming it could cause dozens or hundreds of lives per day. Uh, White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre saying people should not wait. They should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting their workplace vaccinated. So folks, with everything that we've just gone over, everything, the failure after failure, crisis after crisis, lie after lie, the American people are not happy at all with Joe Unity Biden. Now this is in USA Today. No fan of conservatives or Republicans at all. I don't think there's one conservative Republican in USA Today. They write this today. Gloomy landscape for Democrats in midterms as Biden's approval drops to get this 38%. Oh my God. That, folks, is not good. This was a USA Today Suffolk poll taken Wednesday through Friday, a year before the 2022 midterm elections. Republicans hold a clear lead on the congressional ballot as President Joe Unity's approval sinks to a new low of 38%. Uh, the poll found that Biden's support cratered among the independent voters who delivered his victory over President Donald J. Trump one year ago. At the moment, views of the president have indeed soured. Among the findings, and folks, these numbers are very damning for not only Joe Unity, but Kamala Harris as well. Nearly half of those surveyed, 46%, say Biden has done a worse job as president than they expected, including 16%. By the way, who people who are these people there were conservatives and republicans donald j trump in particular who were warning that this stuff was going to happen if joe biden was elected as president that he was going to be controlled by the radical socialist leftist wacko psychos in this country now oh now the polls are coming out oh joe's not really doing a good job is he 
We were telling you this was going to happen, folks. The next time we can remedy this is, well, obviously with the midterms next year, but in 2024, this guy's still got three years to go. It's incredible to me. Um, Now, 16% uh, of those who voted for him, 16% uh, 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 of the 46% that say Biden has done a worse job than expected. On top of that, independents by 7 to 1, 44 to 6% say he's done worse, not better, than they expected. Uh, nearly two-thirds of Americans, 64%, say, get this now, 64% of Americans, more than half of the people of the Americans surveyed in this poll, 64% say they don't want Biden to run for a second term in 2024. And listen to this, that includes 28% of Democrats. Vice President, Kamala Harris's approval rating is 28%. Who are those 28%? That's what I want to know. Who are, who are, who are these 38% that approve of Joe Biden? Uh, even worse than Biden's, the poll shows that 51% disapprove of the job she's doing. One in five, 21% are undecided. How? How can you be undecided? This woman hasn't done a single thing for this country. Um, American, now, Americans overwhelmingly support the infrastructure bill Biden is about to sign, but they are split on the more expensive and further reaching Build Back Better Act being debated in Congress. That's the $3.5 trillion. Only one in four say the bill's provisions would actually help them and their families. If the election were today, those surveyed said they would vote for their Republican congressional candidate over the Democratic one by 46 to 38 percent. That is an advantage that would bode well for GOP hopes of gaining a majority in the House and Senate in a president's first midterm elections. His party usually loses ground, and this time the Republican Party needs to flip just five seats in the House and one in the Senate to claim control. Business Insider, right? By the way, Business Insider, not very happy with them and their treatment of Dave uh, Portnoy. Remember, now this is a guy, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. Remember the Barstool Fund raised millions of dollars for small businesses? And this woman, uh, Julia Black, I think her name was, or so I don't have it on the top of my head. Um, She's been working eight months on this hit piece on Dave Portnoy. And it's because, I'll tell you right now why it is. Because they believe that Dave Pornoy is a conservative and because he's a white man. Well, it's really as simple as that. That's why they're writing hit, hit pieces on him. You can't be successful and be white in this country and not be a Democrat. No, no, no. That can't happen. Uh, but they write today, Kamala Harris's approval rating falls to 28%, a historic low for any modern vice president. The closest comparison which involves slightly different method, uh, methodology and margins of error, would be former Vice President Dick Cheney, the most unpopular U.S. Vice President in polling history. He bottomed out, though, at 30% in Gallup's tracking survey. And that wasn't until the end of former uh, President George W. Bush's second term in 2007. Now, in, uh, also in this poll, listen to this now, 
USA Today asked, USA Suffolk poll, USA Today and Suffolk poll, get it right, Philip. What is the one thing Americans want President Biden to do in the next year? 20% of the people in this poll say the single most important thing that Biden could do next year is three things. Resign, retire, or quit. Folks, that's how bad it is for these people. Kamala Harris, this is in San Francisco Gate. San Francisco. You know what San Francisco is full of? You bet. Liberals. Headline today. Kamala Harris has a comically bad approval rating. I mean, folks, if 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 you're Joe Unity Biden and 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 Democrats up and down the country, folks, things are not going well for you right now. Um, on Saturday, another headline for you. Biden appears to mock Americans' intelligence, questions whether they'd understand supply chain issues. President Bi the president's remarks came during a news conference as he answered a question from a reporter on criticism he faced from uh, Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger from Virginia. Now, that was the one that said nobody elected him to be FDR. They just elected him to stop uh, to stop the chaos and be normal. Uh, uh, Spanberger was also the congresswoman who was saying no one in the Democratic Party should ever, ever say defund the police. Again, obviously, they didn't listen to her. So Joe responds to that and says, I don't intend to be anybody but Joe Biden. That's who I am. What I'm trying to do is do the things I ran on to do. And look, people, by the way, this is this is the transcript from the White House. This is what he said. He said, people out there are ordinary, hardworking Americans who have been, they've been put through the ringer the last couple of years. He says, people are worried. And he says, if we were all going out and having lunch together, and by the way, we know from the pictures that came surfaced a few weeks ago, Joe wouldn't wear a mask if we went out to lunch. Obviously not. He doesn't have to. He's the president. Democrat, he's above everyone else. If we were all going out, having lunch together, and I said, well, let's let's ask who's ever in the next table, no matter what restaurant we're in, have them explain the, the supply chain to us. Says, do you think they'd understand what we're talking about? No, the American people are too stupid to understand the supply chain, right? He says, we've never faced anything like this. You can understand why people are upset whether you can, whether you have a PhD or you're working in a restaurant, it's confusing. And so people are understandably worried. He says, this is a confusing time and, he, and he's ticked off. He's not happy with our, with our media because he says that there hasn't been any reporter who's been able to explain the supply chain very well. So Joe's not happy there either. And folks, according to this polling, I mean, according, just go and talk to anybody. And I mean, you hear these let's go Brandon chants everywhere and anywhere nowadays. Doesn't seem to me Joe Biden's happy with the American people. Doesn't seem to me as if the American people are happy with Joe Biden. Like I say, folks, at, at some point we have to question this guy's motives. We really do. Because I believe he's a traitor to this country. Um, I do have some, we do have some more uh, pieces of news to get into. Let's see what we're going to get. I actually want to get to uh, this first. Uh, listen <laughs> Listen to this, right, folks? Because now, remember, um, last week we reported on in New Jersey, the state Senate president went down 
to um, Edward uh, Ed Durr, the trucker who spent $153 uh, on his campaign. Well, listen to this headline today. New Jersey Democrat Steve Sweeney, that was the incumbent uh, state Senate president in New Jersey, refuses to concede the election because he says, and, and I want to get this right for you here too, folks. Here it is right here. Now listen to this. He says the results from Tuesday's election continue to come in. For instance, get this now. For instance, there were 12,000 ballots recently found. Recently found? Well, where? Because it is now Monday. Where are you finding ballots? 12,000 of them? On top of that? He says, while I am currently trailing in the race, we want to make sure every vote is counted. No, no, no. You want to make sure that there's fraudulent mail-in ballots counted. Folks, that's part of the reason. Whether you like it or not, mail-in ballots, fraudulent mail-in ballots are one of the reasons that we are dealing with this right now as a country. That being a Joe Unity Biden presidency. But he says there were 12,000 ballots that were found. Remember in the New York congressional race last year, uh, Claudia Tenney, I think her name was, where that it was th that there was ballots that were found in a drawer and they were and they counted. And of course, folks, they always, always, always count towards the Democrat. The AP. Now remember, the AP's already called the race for uh, Edward Durr. 100% of the precincts reporting, 32,742 uh, votes for Durr. Well, for Sweeney, he said, they say that he's got 30,444. And by the way, he still hasn't conceded. Uh, Durr, I mean, you got to love this guy, Ed Durr. He says, it didn't happen because of me. I'm nobody. I'm just a simple guy. He says, it was a repudiation of the policies that have been forced down our throat People told they can't go to school, can't go shopping. You cannot continue to tell people they can't do things when we live in the freest country in the world. And God bless, I amen to that, Ed Durham. I mean, what a guy he really is. Um, I wanted to get to this real quickly. This was, um, I was just watching Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. Um, now, he was just on Fox News. He was interviewed by Sean Hannity. Now, remember, James O'Keefe, who these tipsters uh, gave Project Veritas this, this diary supposedly belonging to Ashley Biden. Well, over the weekend, on Saturday morning, James O'Keefe says he woke up to a pre-dawn raid from the FBI. And, of course, the investigation was conducted by, of course, the Southern District of New York, the most liberal, most partisan people going. Um, now, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, they didn't even publish the diary. Why? Because they say they couldn't verify if it was actually Ashley Biden's diary. But yet James O'Keefe still gets a pre-dawn raid in his house. It's insanity. It's totally partisan. Remember the same thing happened to Roger Stone by the FBI. Why people would, would have trust in the FBI is beyond me. But... As far as Project Veritas and James O'Keefe go, James O'Keefe goes. There is legal precedent that is that is totally supporting James O'Keefe. And I go to oh yes, however you want to pronounce it. It basically summarizes Supreme Court cases. New York Times 
the United States. This was a 1971 landmark Supreme Court case, and what it said, and it it's more um it's known uh, uh more people know it as the Pentagon Papers case. So there's the facts of the case. By the way, oh yes, if you ever want to know anything about any Supreme Court case, they are phenomenal, and I actually uh, referenced them quite a bit. I uh, quite a bit. I had to, I believe it was a 20 page paper um my last year in college. Um, that it had like 10 uh, landmark Supreme Court cases had to talk about. I actually wrote about the Pentagon Papers. So listen to this. In what became known as the Pentagon Papers case, the Nixon administration attempted to prevent the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost from publishing materials belonging to a classified Defense Department study regarding the history of the United States' activities in Vietnam. The president, again, that was Richard Nixon at the time, argued that prior restraint was necessary to protect national security. Basically, said he doesn't want this information out there. The case was decided together with the United States via Washington Compost. The question, question of the case was, did the Nixon administration's efforts to prevent the publication of what it termed classified information violate the First Amendment? Well, the conclusion that the Supreme Court found 6-3 decision was yes, it did. In its per uh, curum opinion, the court held that the government did not overcome the heavy presumption against prior restraint of the press in this case. And by the way, folks, if you look back through Supreme Court cases through the country uh, and, and decisions that have come down, they almost always favor the press because the press will always, always argue the First Amendment. Justices Black and Douglas argued that the vague word security should not be used to abrogate the fundamental law embodied in the First Amendment. Justice Brennan reasoned that since publication would not cause an inevitable, direct, and immediate event, excuse me, imperiling the safety of American forces, prior restraint was unjustified. So if you're James O'Keefe, you're going to court, you argue the heck out of the Pentagon Papers case, and you should win. And by the way, all political, the only reason that the FBI came for his house is because this Department of Justice under Merrick Garland and Joe Unity Biden has been nothing but politicized. All they do is go after conservatives, folks. It's disgusting. Um, now, on top of that, folks, it is Monday. You know what we have to report on because, and I haven't, you can watch CNN, you can watch even Fox News, watch uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, I don't care who it is. They're not going to go over these numbers. In Chicago, over the weekend, headline, Chicago shootings, 50 shot, 10 fatally in weekend gun violence. At least 50 people were shot, 10 were killed. In weekend shootings across Chicago. Where's Mayor Lori Lightweight? Nowhere to be found. Where's anyone speaking up for the people in Chicago? Nowhere to be found ever. Ever. They don't care about Chirac. They don't care that we lost 10 Americans over the weekend just in the city of Chicago alone. But every Monday, I'm going to continue to go over these statistics because it's not, I mean, we could go in Philadelphia, New York, take your pick, big major liberal city. And guess what? No mayor, no governor, no one will be talking about it at all. Beyond disgusting.
Uh, folks, this disastrous Biden administration has 1,168 days left to go.